Hi, and welcome to episode 130. Gosh, that's a lot, Betsy. Mm-hmm. Of the Dinner Sisters podcast, we're two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time. Can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. I've got three kids. They are seven. Not. No. I thought there were six, eight, and ten. Six, eight, and ten. Why did I say seven? Okay. <laughs> six, eight, and ten. They're six, eight, and ten. And, you know, always hungry these days. Gosh, aren't we all? Our goal with this podcast is to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And maybe say our intro. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So here's how this works. We are having a dinner party this time to celebrate another 10 episodes. So when we do a dinner party, we have three recipes, a fun main dish, a side, and a dessert that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, anywhere I could find a recipe. We'll have all the recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list for it on our website at dinnersisters.com. And you can also get links to all these things directly sent to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter. And it's been full of fun stuff. I kind of, I'm changing up the newsletter a little bit, Betsy. So fun. Yeah, we'll see. All right. What do we have on docket for this dinner party? Kate, you and I talked about what we should do and we thought it might be fun to just take it easy, do something mm. fun, mm-hmm. and have a, a back-to-school, lighthearted dinner party. So you came up with here, this week's recipes, which were a pizza monkey bread by Gemma's Bigger Boulder Baking, an easy salad bar from a couple of cooks, and ice cream cupcakes by Crazy Four Crust. Yeah, I just... First of all, I always love our dinner parties because it's a little change up, right, from our three Mm -hmm. recipes that are kind of a theme to a dinner party, which is fun. Some listeners may know, like, I'm in education. You've got three kids. Back to school is a big deal for us, you know, no matter every year. And this year is an even bigger deal with COVID and reopening or reentry, whatever you're going to call it. And frankly, you know, I've been in the classroom. I've been out of the classroom for a while. This is the most stressful one I've ever had. And I thought we should have a dinner party that just kind of celebrated going back to school a little bit. Not to take anything too lightly, but just, gosh, let's have a little joy in kind of a tough season. So I picked some recipes, like you said, that were kind of fun, fun to eat, fun to make. The whole family could get together and uh, just have a good time. Our main event for this fun dinner party is a pizza monkey bread by Gemma's Bigger Boulder Baking. And, you know, I was thinking about a couple ideas and I was like, ah, what about this? What about that? But then I was like, oh, man. You know, pizza monkey bread. It honestly sounded super fun. (laughs) I was like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) And why not? If you've had a more traditional, and I use that in like air quotes, how traditional is monkey bread? I have no idea. But usually monkey bread is this breakfast brunch kind of dish where like dough is rolled rolled into balls. Then you dip it in butter and cinnamon sugar. You pile it into a bunt pan and you bake it up. And then you turn it out of the bunk pan and you can each pull apart like little monkeys the dough balls, these gooey, sugary dough balls. Delicious, right? Yeah. I mean, what's not to love? This version has you replicate that same process, but with pizza ingredients, which, <laughs> so to make it, you mix up a bunch of, you know, pretty typical dough, which is, um, in this case, uses melted butter and milk, 
um, AP flour, salt, yeast. And so you just knead the butter and milk together with all that flour, yeast, and salt until you have a smooth and flexible dough. Let it rise until it's doubled, which it's hot here. So for me, it took about 45 minutes. She has about an hour and a half to two hours. So you really have to kind of like judge how warm your house is or, or outside is. And then the fun begins. So you just take a little bit of dough, roll it into a ball and repeat until you've got your dough rolled into little balls, essentially. And then you add it to a bowl that has a couple cups of pizza sauce in it, mozzarella cheese and pepperoni. And you mix it gently because you don't want to get all the dough balls all weird. It, it actually works a lot better than you think it would. I was a little terrified at this. <laughs> Just like, how are, <laughs> how are saucy dough balls going to work out? But it, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be okay. And then you just slide it all into a greased bunt pan. And you let it rise until it's nice and puffy. And then bake it at a 350 degree oven for about 40, 45 minutes. Mine was on the um, like 38 to 40 minute side. Take it out of the oven and you let it sit for 10 minutes just so the cheese kind of goes from molten to just melty. And then you just kind of hold your breath as you unmold it. And I mean, that's it. It's a sight to behold. All that pizza dough and <laughs> this beautiful bunt pan shape. How did everyone like this? Yeah, this is obviously a super fun recipe. And we really liked it. I think we talked about, she makes this note in here to say, make sure your dough balls are... Mm. small enough so that they don't taste bready. And so I t- I had like kind of ping pong size dough balls, maybe a little bit less. And they they were really pretty big by the time we were done with it. So I think mm. if I make it again, I would maybe go even smaller than that. That being said, the bunt pan reveal, also really super fun. I... I told you this and my family had said, what is this? It kind of looks like intestines. Like they went in this <laughs> like really kind of gross sort of way with this because then they, so then my daughter Maida said, I mean, it kind of looks like gut balls. And then to oh, the whole geez. dinner, they were like, can you pass me another gut ball from the intestines? Uh, Cause oh it's like, God pizza saucy and balls of dough. So (laughs) yeah, that was kind of the theme of this whole thing. And then I'll tell you, Kate, today we actually, because we had made this and because I had never made actual monkey bread, Mm. caramelized monkey bread, I got some biscuit dough and we shortcutted it and made like the Pillsbury, you know, dot com recipe here with the biscuit dough and the cinnamon sugar and that whole thing. And, um, Maida was calling it her Maida's Gut Ball Cafe because she made the whole <laughs> monkey bread. So I think it's sticking. I think that yeah. from now on, this is going to be called that in my house. Which wow. Is like, You're is lucky. A, I'm what so lucky. <laughs> I know. They all thought they were so, so funny. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was just such a fun, easy thing to make and to have and to eat. And I mean, similar to our dinner on a skewer last week. Mm, This mm -hmm. is one of those unusual out of the box ways to eat dinner, which Mm -hmm. sometimes is just helps break the routine and the sometimes dinnertime tension and all of that kind of stuff. I, yeah, totally agree. I mean, even if your family doesn't call them gut balls, which I might think your family might be an outlier, but we'll see, you know, we'll wait for our listeners. But even then, I mean, it's just a fun recipe. So I, you made this before I did. And so I tried to make my dough balls smaller. 
Mm-hmm. I definitely mine, made mine almost half the size of a ping pong ball. So like walnut size or even like smaller than a walnut. And it still was pretty bready. But that's kind of what it is, is bread. Yeah. So I was thinking it would be delicious with dipping sauce. Right. Mm-hmm. If you like pull some marinara in addition to the two cups, have another cup. Um, if you get like a big jar of marinara, you should have enough to do that. And just like everyone can dip as they pull off and then dip into some more marinara sauce on their plate. I decided, I was like, hmm. And I held back some of the cheese oh. by mixing it in. And then I layered it on top. So when you flip it, you've got a cheesy bottom. Oh, that's kind of nice. I like mm-hmm. that trick. Yeah, that was yeah. delicious. And also I used sausage that I browned up instead of pepperoni because I didn't have any pepperoni in the house. I wasn't going to go out for pizza monkey Mon- bread. Special pizza monkey bread. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, not doing it. <laughs> um, and, that, and the sausage was great. If you're a vegetarian, I think you could easily make this just cheese. Super good. I don't think you could go super vegetable-y. Also, that might yeah. kill the vibe, right? Now you've got vegetables in the pull-apart monkey bread and just, you know, let's just have some fun. Yeah, I agree. I was actually thinking to myself, I wonder if you like some like black olives or some mm. mushrooms from the can or something like yeah. that. If you're doing it for adults or you could even do half and half like you do on a pizza, right? You That's could, true. You're like layering this in. Yeah, you totally could. Anyways, it's fun. Super flexible. I don't think you can go wrong. You could also use store-bought pizza dough from the oh yeah um, yeah deli section that would make this super quick yeah Mm -hmm. this was a five out of five for me loved it worked well yeah five out of five for me too oh you know what though i will say you you've got this in the script we forgot to mention it the recipe time does not include rise times oh it takes much longer than the 40 minutes she mentions some total baking plus the two rises this is about a three-hour window that you're looking at. So if you want this for six o'clock, you need to start at around three. Yeah. Unless you're using that pre-made dough. Unless and you're using the pre-made dough. Mm-hmm. That did. It's so funny because I have, we've read a million recipes. I know that this is dough, everything mm-hmm. else. I looked at that 40 minutes or whatever she has in there. And I was like, oh, this will be fine. And yeah. we ate, we ate pretty late that night. And it was so funny because I was thinking to myself after I'd already started the bread, it's like, well, I know this. I should have. Why did I yeah. um, not catch it? But yeah, honestly, I did the know. same thing, too. I started mine at like four mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I'm getting a really early start on dinner. I was like, oh, shoot. And I even mine was rising really fast because I set it outside and it's been warm here. It's been like warm and humid, which bread dough loves. So anyway, just a word to the word to the wise, but otherwise delicious. Yeah. OK, second up, easy salad bar from a couple of cooks. It's our side dish for the dinner party. Kate, tell us about it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's that's what it is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a salad bar. Um, honestly, I was trying to think of a way to sneak in at least a little vegetables without like killing the vibe. I don't <laughs> it's pizza monkey bread. Let's not put extra veggies or spinach into the pizza. So then I was like, well, what's a fun side dish? And then I remembered the joys of school lunch salad bar. Betsy, do you remember this? Well, yeah, Kate. And also all of those, like a, a pizza parlor salad. Right. Uh, right. I mean, it was amazing, right? You just go up there and it's got all the mm-hmm. things like the cottage cheese and those weird dates. Remember mm-hmm. the weird dates always? Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not make this at home? And honestly, we're not going to be able to go out and do a salad bar anytime soon. 
So this could be a good, great, fun substitute. And this is, a, you know, less of a recipe and more of like a suggestion reminder of the things that one would want on a salad bar. So just get a big bowl of lettuce out and then smaller plates and bowls of various toppings. So shredded carrots, cherry tomatoes, bacon bits. Don't forget about those. Croutons, um, some hard-boiled eggs that are sliced up or chopped up, sunflower seeds, shredded cheese, shredded cabbage, little cucumbers, like whatever else your family likes. And, you know, just have them pile on a salad and it's kind of fun. Oh, and don't forget the frozen peas that are thawed, right? Mm -hmm. Plastic salad bar. And that's about it. You know, how did, how did this go? I thought the most fun part about this, Kate, was when I had paused in the salad dressing aisle Mm. to get the bacon bits, I discovered a whole part of the grocery store that I never usually pay attention to because mm. next to the bacon bits were like the ho- the ready-made croutons and all these different little things you could put on your salad bar. And so I just picked a couple of those up and I it was fun for us because it was things that I normally don't mm-hmm. buy. So it was just kind of a fun way to, I don't know, spice up dinner in a way that didn't make me have to that was easy. It was just like a simple way to change up our routine a little bit without learning a whole new recipe or spending a whole bunch of time making something people don't like. It felt fresh and new and it could not have been easier. So that was fun. So I think I did bacon bits, hard boiled eggs, the croutons. I did do the peas. I had some cucumbers and I used romaine lettuce. I chopped up some romaine lettuce and it was just easy. And I got uh, some different salad dressings that I don't normally get. Mm. I just feel like I'm, I don't know, I'm usually not exploring the salad dressing aisle either. <laughs> so right. I I did break out of my box a little bit on that too. So it's fun. I got a Thousand Island and I got a Ooh. Italian dressing and then I got, there's Ken's salad dressing makes a Wisconsin blue cheese, which Nice. Charmed me that I found in my Atlanta grocery store. So I bought that one too. Nice. Yeah. I mean, this was kind of hilarious for me to make this huge salad bar for just James and I. But I was like, I don't care. This is Mm -hmm. super fun. I thought this was also be fun to like set up for the week, like a low-key meal prep. Yeah. You know, if you're working from home or or have kids, you know, eating like lunches. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. So what I actually did is I used some of my takeout containers that I've been saving and Mm -hmm. used those for my little dishes when I put them out on the table. And then I could just pop the tops on and we put them in the, oh, you know, put them back in the fridge. Look at you. What a great idea. Mm -hmm. Love that. that. (sighs) We're just killing it this time. Killing it. So I loved my salad with the croutons, bacon bits and peas, living, living a little elementary school dream. So this was five out of five for the fun memories of the side dish. And I thought I didn't do it at the same time. It just didn't work out with timing for me as the monkey bread. But this would be a really fun if you just like went all out and did the salad bar and the monkey bread. It'd be a really good time. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Five out of five for me. I mean, I don't know how you could go wrong here because it's Mm -hmm. kind of pick what you like. So there you go. Good idea. Okay. Last up here, we've got ice cream cupcakes by Crazy for Crust for dessert. I mean, I love cupcakes. I love ice cream. There you go. I was like, I wonder if ice cream cupcakes are a thing. Fun Mm. fact. They definitely are. (laughs) I was like, oh, thank you, Internet. Yeah. (laughs) This recipe is a really fun mashup. And it just strikes me as a very 
a thing I would have if I had the internet as a kid, which because I'm 100 years old, we did not have the internet, right? Well, we kind of did, but not when I was young, young. So basically, this is kind of what you think it is. You stuff cupcakes with ice cream, cut a hole in the top of a cupcake, put ice cream in there, freeze it, and then top with whipped cream as a frosting. That's it. And I think this is the best idea to use like your favorite cupcake recipe or your favorite box cupcakes. I end up using crazy for crust recipe just to test it and it worked really well. So that's one way to go. You can also go um, other ways like just using a store-bought mix or store-bought, even store-bought cupcakes. I was thinking too, if this is if you've got food allergies or preferences, this is a great one to be, you know, using your cupcakes and still have a really fun treat. So yeah, I mean, kind of the world's your oyster or your world's your ice cream cupcake in this case. Betsy, I know you did this as a really kind of after school fun project. So how'd it go? I started with a packaged cupcake mix because I wanted to make this as easy and doable as possible because we did not want to just overwhelm this week with crazy, right? Mm. So I got a I think it was like a buttery vanilla cupcake mix or, or, you know, packaged (laughs) cake mix. And then I got vanilla cherry ice cream. And that was actually kind of fun because I thought, oh, this is like a fun mix and match. You can get any variety of cupcake, any variety of ice cream Mm -hmm. and make, you know, just all sorts of varieties here. So one thing that I ran into, which is just an annoying feature in my kitchen, is that I have a side-by-side freezer. So I have those little narrow, so you couldn't, her instructions are freeze them all in the cookie sheet and then, and then you can kind of condense them. So what I ended up doing was using my little half sheet or the quarter ones ones that we got. mm -hmm. And then I pulled the tray out of my air fryer and use that little tray. (laughs) And so I had those like mix and match little trays in my freezer. I think this is much easier for people who have like bigger freezers. Yeah. Uh, Imagine if you just like could set it on top of a big chest freezer. Yes. I was thinking, oh, this would be so much just simpler if I wasn't juggling this whole narrow freezer situation, but it was fine cutting the cupcakes, putting the ice cream in, all okay. I thought I might have a problem with them kind of falling apart or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything like that, but it was okay. And you do have to, though, just, we, we made the cupcakes and you have to let them totally cool. And then you can come back to do the ice cream. So I kind of wish doing this with the kids, I was thinking, oh, I should have made the cupcakes first or yeah it became a little bit of a drawn out project (sighs) I don't know I kind of liked your idea Kate of just buying some cupcakes from the store that'd be super super fast (laughs) I mean I mean (laughs) you could really do it quick you know go to the fun part you could shortcut this like crazy but yes so and the other idea I liked is that once once they are all frozen, then you can put them into a Ziploc bag or a storage container and you can take one at a time. So you can use these as like, you don't have to eat all of the cupcakes at once as this like, you know, cupcake feast. We can now have them for little after school snacks. And I, and I, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but that's like a really unexpected, great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I live my life with baked goods, frankly. Is like freezing oh. and eating one at a time. <laughs> oh, I don't ever do that because it's just oh. like, well, did I bake a cake? It's gone. It's 20 <laughs> minutes later. I mean, <laughs> did this happen? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, like, you know, I wrote in the script, what's not to love about this? I, I stand by that statement. You know, I only frosted a few just for pictures um, since I don't have room in my freezer. But these are super adorable. I think even, in, you know, if you think about an adult party, people love a little like fun treat sometimes. You know, it doesn't always have to be creme brulee if you're having a dinner party. A little fun treat every now and then is also a really good time. And then I think you could kind of go super unusual with cool flavors and premium ice cream. So like I was thinking about like a vanilla cupcake with matcha green tea ice cream. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then kind of do like just a a plain or um, whipped cream on top, chocolate ice cream or chocolate cupcake, sorry, with like cherry chip to do like a, um, uh, what am I thinking of? Black Forest Tort. You know, so you can kind of go, I mean, people, I'm sure our listeners will think of even better combinations than I kind of came up with as I was writing the script. But I really think it's it's a fun idea and, and a make ahead idea, right? If you're having a little party, mm-hmm. you can just make these, freeze them, and then bring them out and frost them as you need them. So I thought this was a really fun thing, and I give it a five out of five. Yeah, Kate, every, it's like fives I mean, for everyone today, fives for everyone. but it was good, yeah. <laughs> Everyone That's got a great one. <laughs> <laughs> back to school. All so, right. What was your winner? Monkey bread. Surprised me and how much I liked it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'm going to go with the cupcakes. Ooh. Honestly, guys, you can't go wrong. And if any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. You'll find links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we talked about, and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you'd like to chat more with us, like give us some good good cupcake ideas, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Search for that. You can find us there. Okay, Kate, in the smorgasbord, every time we have a dinner party, we like to look back at our previous 10 episodes and pick out some favorites. Mm -hmm. So I am going to start with the family favorites, which I usually do every time, and this t- this these past ten episodes, I think my family favorite was those chicken teriyaki pineapple kebabs from just last week, episode one twenty nine. Mm. Crowd pleasers, crowd pleasers. My sleeper hit. So I don't, you know, if things that I was like, oh, this will be a fun recipe, but I wasn't expecting to be as good as it was, is actually from our Jamaican episode where we did a rice and peas, mm-hmm. another rice and beans dish. I feel like we've done a few of them so far, but man, that coconut milk and allspice in there, super delicious. And that's episode 123. If you want to check that one out. What about you, Betsy? What one surprised you? The cold vegetable noodle salad platter. And that was the Korean dish. Oh, yeah. Platter salads. That was episode 122. And that one just, as it says, it was cold noodles cut veggies in a delicious kind of sauce you put over it. I had a couple people text me that they made this. We had some people make it on the Facebook group, I believe. And I was just surprised how much I liked it, how refreshing it was. And then just how many people made it. Just, Mm -hmm. I was just kind of surprised it caught as many people as it did. So I was, I was happy to see that. Yeah. I mean, me too. I, that was, again, like sometimes I put recipes up there. I always like the recipes. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, I don't know if this will hit the mark with people. And this one really did. So I was like, oh, cool. All right. Absolute favorites from the past 
10 episodes. My absolute favorite is actually from my quote unquote Kate's favorites episode. <laughs> like, oh, well, surprise, surprise. Um, on brand. Yeah. On brand. <laughs> and it was that grandma pizza. Mm. That was so good. Man. King Arthur Flower. King Arthur Flower does it again. My fave. And that's episode 124. It's grandma pizza because it's like a nice, thicker kind of crust, but it's got um, the cheese first and then you dab the pizza sauce on it. Super delicious. Hits the spot. Loved it. Betsy, how about you? What was your favorite? So my favorite was the bib lettuce and cherry chicken salad from episode 122. Oh, yeah. I thought the flavors were so interesting and kind of different, but familiar. Who doesn't love a chicken salad? I had never yeah. had a cherry chicken salad and it was just, it was good. Loved it. It was like horseradish dressing too. Remember that? Yeah. With the horseradish in there. That was delicious. Little, little spicy kick to it mm-hmm. and the bib lettuce. It was just very refreshing and summery feeling. And I will be making it again. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coming up, Kate, for September, we are going all in on a theme all month, which is our very first time doing this. Never done it before. Never done it before. We are going to delve into the world of meal planning. I am both excited and terrified at the same time. The hilarious thing about meal planning, you and I, Betsy, is that we Mm -hmm. both do not meal plan. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess you can say this This podcast is like one big meal, like right. meal planning podcast. But for the most part, other than picking these three up at like three dinners, yeah. we just kind of wing it the rest of the time. And there's yeah. no real, <laughs> no. it's it's kind of like, what does Kate feel like us making this week? Hmm. Yeah. If left to our own devices, if we were not doing a podcast, there'd be zeros meal of meal planning happening in either one of our households. <laughs> Yeah, but we know, right, we know it's important to a lot of people and we should probably do a little better at it. I always think I need to do better at it to be more responsible about my food consumption and waste and all that kind of stuff and to de-stress my life a little bit. So I will say, so that's our theme, but we will still be doing the three recipes in the smorgasbord just within this overriding meal planning tips, techniques, yeah. So if you're and, looking for the same format, we're still going to do that, but we're going to kind of delve into some meal planning from different blogs that we really like. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So here we go, Kate. It's going to be an adventure. Something so good. September, off we go. All right. So that's what's for dinner this time. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. If you have some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. If you make some weird, some of the unusual cupcakes, I really want to know. I'm very intrigued by this. Or you can always send us a message um, on our Facebook page, which is Dinner Sisters Podcast, or in our Facebook group, which is also Dinner Sisters Podcast. We're also on Instagram and we're on TikTok. You know, so TikTok us or something. Is that what you say? I don't even know. Anyway, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review, subscribe, and tell a friend. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. The Dinner Sisters is a part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. Find more Frolic podcasts by going to frolic.media backslash podcasts. <laughs>